here at Hack the Dino like to play video games, and assuming you do too, otherwise you wouldn't be here, and that would be silly, unless you got a you know bit of a crush on this guy. Look at him, he's nice Pokemon hair. Do you like Pidgeotos? He likes balls being thrown at his face. Oof. What? Yep. Anyway, Pokemon uh, joke. You can. <laughs> If you like balls being thrown at your face, be sure to head over to youtube.com backslash hackthedino and subscribe to us there and like our videos. Or head on over to twitch.tv backslash hackthedino and subscribe to us there. Check us out on Facebook at Hack the Dino. Or if you just want a podcast, be sure to download our words from the Hack the Dino title uh, using your podcast apps like Spotify and, and iTunes and the other ones that are all here for fun times. Anyway, Dan, what have you been playing recently? So I... Um... I'm reviewing today <laughs> um, Streets of Rogue, and I've been playing this on Xbox Game Pass. So you look at this game straight away and you think Streets of Rogue, what a, a play on Streets of Rage, it's going to be a sideways scrolling beat em up. It is not that. I it thought is... it was a spin off to Moulin Rouge. I made <laughs> well, that joke last week. That's kind of what it is, yeah. Um, this game is like kind of nothing I've ever played before. It is an open. It's it's a ro it's a, what about it? it's a roguelike insta death game that I've labelled it as. So you you choose um first up you start in a tutorial and the tutorial is hilarious. You're in a just standing there and there's another dude there and he's like, Yo dude, this game's hard. Try walking forward and you walk and he goes, Oh my god <laughs> And you're just doing this menial task and he's getting so excited about you're a genius and in the end his head explodes. Because <laughs> like he, like you just you just like press the A button and that's, stuff like that. And that's then, very nineties. Yeah, yeah. And um and it set and it sets the tone of the game from then on. Um you basically all you do is crime. You do crime. Um, it's randomly generated levels. You have like a couple of missions that you can do. You can bring it up, and, and, and it's easy missions. There's stuff like go to this guy and neutralize him. Neutralize is the word for killing in it. Um, and then, uh, or go to this place and blow up this thing and stuff like that. You have to go up, and then once you've done all the missions in the game, you can go up to the next level via an elevator. Um, except you get what makes this game really unique is you can choose like. So many characters from the start, and all of them come with a. Pre you get these things called traits. So, you might have a guy that um, he is a doctor. So if he he can you know heal himself, or and or other doctors are friendly to him. Uh, you know, there's all these weird traits. And as you go through, you get as you up up uh, level up your character, you get to choose another trait each time you level up, and you can get some really ridiculous ones. And then you, when you die. Um, the currency in this game is chicken nuggets, nice. which is amazing. Nice. So you spend your chicken nuggets on traits that you could possibly have for when you level up, and that and that's how you get better in the game. Um, the sheer amount of randomness and hilarity, because the other characters react to. Did he stuff. just go into a box like snake? Trick. No, that so the character there, he it, that's the um that's that. the, the shape guy. How yeah, excited these two freaking nerds got! <laughs> um. So you can be characters like a vampire, you can be characters like a ghost, you can be characters like an investment banker, you can be a, a, a bum, you can be like, you know, so many, you can be goons, there are two gangs in there, um, there's the blue gang and the red gang, and they all Sharks react to each other in different ways depending on who they are and who you are, you can be a shapeshifter where you can go into the bums of people and control them, that's what this character is here, um, everyone is kind of chilled out unless you go into uh, areas. And then there's the items. You have so many items in this game, and they're all hilarious. Are they and, called funny things? Well, they're just strange things. Like there's lots of you can inject yourself with stuff, and like, or you can if you don't want to inject it, you can um you can put it in the ventilation system and like make it affect everyone in the building. You can basically just work out any way you want to do these levels, and and do it, and you. And you progress in the game that you so you have to finish four levels in a row, right, to go to the next like world. But you have to finish each world with a character, a different character fight, like so five different characters to unlock that world. So the next time you come in, you can start from that point. And you just every character you just have to play so differently, and you can create so much chaos. And then one level you'll just get to and it'll be like there are missiles falling from the sky. Or in this level, there is one. There is a Terminator robot just going around. It's unkillable. That will just always hunt you down, and it's random as well. Like it, and there was one that if you're not indoors, every te twenty seconds, like you lose, like there's this green flash, and you lose health. And you see all the characters, you know, like soccer player, and like 
it's just this crazy good game. You can also, um, and they do comedy in it, and it's funny, and it's really, really, really hard to do comedy in games, I think, that works. It kind of reminds oh. me of, uh, like, the old Sierra games, the Space Coast Network, where they took pop culture things and referenced them and made them parts of comedy in the games without actually yeah, like, using like, the stuff. Yeah, and, and oh, like you were saying earlier, it's very vibes of cannon fodder. Kind of thing. Yeah. And what makes it awesome as well, it has four player multiplayer. So you can play with all your mates causing this chaos. You know, you can go to you can go to shops and you know go to the vendor or you can like um you can kill the vendor. You, you know, you can do anything. You can do whatever you want. You look in bins, you find stuff. Like it's just wow. I know looking bins. Um you can put mutators on so you know you can like just have everyone has rocket launchers in the entire level. Like, I saw an item called the potential to not suck. And it's just like There are so many traits There are so many mutations And there are so many items That I haven't unlocked And it just It's just one of those And you, you, at first when you're playing you're like, This is okay But you, just, you find yourself like this, like I really want to go back And keep playing it You know one of those little like, It gets like It gets in Those little mind. gnawing things Where you're at work going oh, I just want to be playing that game Yeah yeah, yeah. And, like, and when, you're, when you're on it And everything's it's working out time. wicked It feels so good You're on a great run And like and you feel invincible, and then suddenly everything just goes to crap. Like suddenly, um, you, you might have the best item in the world, and then a thief will just walk past you and randomly just take it. Like so, you have to watch out what guys are around as well. So if you see there's a thief, or there's a ninja, there's slaves in it, and it's like like there's people who are slave drivers and actual slaves that you can buy. You can also buy NPCs to come and help you. It's all crimes are in here to do. <laughs> Every crime, all if the you... crimes are there, and there are people doing the crimes. And like, if you're and if you're like the the shapeshifter and you're a tiny little man, police hate you. So police will always chase you. So it's like if sixteen you... bit GTA Five. Yeah, kind <laughs> like of the original GTA. But like to unlock characters, it tells you how to unlock it. Like to unlock the vampire, you have to destroy twenty gravestones. But then the ghosts get angry at you, and then you have to get the ghost gun. Hates it them. when ghosts get angry at me. But you know what I mean? Don't like everything me. is. Has a everything you do has like a kind of not a consequence of the thing happens and you learn and you go oh I could next time I could do that instead of do this or whatever he's doing on the thing he just he's got a whole bunch of guys to go in and beat someone up for him like great little game it's on Games Pass at the moment it's a freebie it's on Switch cool <laughs> well like um, and I just I just think it's a a great little game like you should like pick it up especially if you've got a Game Pass man it's a no brainer it's a beer and chicken wings one as well like, beer and chicken over. wings. Like, you know, fun, 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 like fun. That. Beer and chicken wings. That's it. That's Dan. Dan out. You know what else is fun? Nintendo 64. So, I've been playing Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is also on Games Pass. I hated this. You can see on the screen now, see the xylophone? They put Microsoft on there. Why that, would they do that? Because Microsoft own Rare now and all of Rare's properties. So when they bought Rare, they bought Banjo-Kazooie, released yeah. it as part of the Rare replay, and they go, no, no, they'd always had Microsoft on his xylophone. It's not just erroneously. Yeah, erroneous. Rare like, always put on of, there in hope that Microsoft would buy them. That's right. It's kind of silly as well because Microsoft don't make pianos. <laughs> xylophones, yeah. Xylophones, I mean. Yeah. weird. Um, now, Glockenspiels, yeah. however. So I saw this on Games Pass and I thought, you know what? I used to love this game as a kid. I'm going to give it another go. Um, this game is still really fun to play. Uh, I mean, sure, it looks like a Nintendo 64 game. Uh, I didn't realize how small the open worlds are because they were big when I was playing them back when I was a younger man. You were little. I was. I was. No, actually, I've been this height since I was 13. So, um, back in your Pokeball. Uh, I uh, still think that the. So those who don't played. know what we're doing, never played this. These are the voices in the game. Uh, it's it's fun. It, I'd never realised what a um, Mario sixty four clone it was, but the mechanics are completely different. Um, the way that they've used Banjo and, and Kazooie to get to different area and get different items. Uh, fantastic game, just a fun filled game. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I don't know really what else I can say about it, but I, I've had a fun time with this. Um, I've also before the show started managed to play. Um, Ghost of Tsushima for 20 minutes, so I only just picked it up today. Uh, overall, of the 20 minutes I've played, I will love it. You, you I, I installed it. <laughs> I installed it. it. It looks fantastic. Um, the only problem I have, I didn't put it in Kurosawa mode because uh, the black and white, because as we were discussing last time, that uh, you need colors to be able to complete puzzles. Oh, which... Is that what the mode is called? Kurosawa mode? Yeah. 
Oh. Um, huh. I, so I, I put it, you saying that before. I didn't know what you were talking about. I put it in Japanese uh, cinema mode, which is uh, color, but with uh, Japanese voice actors. Unfortunately, they didn't do the lip syncing to match the Japanese uh, voice acting. So it looks like a really bad dub. But that just looks like all dubs, not bad dubs. Like if you watch a dubbed film, it is they don't match but the lips. generally when they're dubbed, you have English over Japanese well, mouth movements. Going back to Banjo. Yep. So stop it back around, Brain. So the graphics have always been updated, haven't they? Yes. Like from yes, the in this one, yes. Is it is it like a, con- a Conker's kind of clone? Uh, Conker's came after this. So that even Conker's ripped on it? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all Mario 64 clones. Um, Spyro, Crash, they're all of the same ilk, uh, all wanting to cash in on Mario, which was the very first uh, sort of semi-open world, not open world, open area, area. Um, type third-person game. Uh, and this is probably one of the best out of all of them. Even Conker's was a bit rough, but this is... This is just fun. It, it's small, and they try and make it seem big because when you were playing it, it, it was a lot bigger than anything you'd ever played before. Um, it is a collectathon, only if you want it to be. Like you, you only get certain amounts in it's order to good. go to the next level. Um, and as Dylan Stevens saying in the chat, Conkers is just an adult version. It's, that's pretty, pretty it good. Conkers Bad Fur Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so one I'm of the, the last. The poo. One of the last Nintendo 64 games so to release. And that cart alone at the moment costs about $180. It's too much. for In a box, nah. it's $400. Yeah, yeah. Oh, why not? Keep it. Or you could buy a Lego Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I've been playing. I'll, uh, next time we meet, I'll talk about Ghost of Tsushima a little bit more, I think. But Floppy, what have you been cracking? What are uh, you going to review? I am reviewing Iron Man VR. Oh, now, due to life and things, I haven't played heaps of this yet. Um, but I cracked it out the other night, and I, I like my VR. I'm pretty good with VR. I don't generally get so motion sickness. So you're VR good at it? I'm VR good, yeah. Very. I'm very good at it. Um, That's what VR playing. First thing First thing I'll say is the controls for this, really intuitive. Like, it was really easy to figure out what I was doing and to, I wouldn't say master the controls, but get good at them quick. Right. So it is really, you have two motion controllers. So the uh, the PlayStation 3 slash 4 motion controllers, they are Tony's or your hands. You have a button that uses the repulsors to be able to fly and a different button that shoots. So do you have to fly with your hands behind, down, back, yeah. to your back? Now, the like- first thing I will say, though, is the flight controls are really good. Good, so good, I had to sit down to do this, which works out fine. I sat in a stool. Wait, wait, wait why does that make it good? Because they, they Cause felt, feel like I flying. felt like I was flying. Oh, do you feel like a bit woozy? I, oh, not woozy. I just felt like if I stand stood up for too long, I was probably going to lose balance. Dude, I get um, a sick insurgent simulator. Like, <laughs> you don't even move. In so that I did it sitting on like a stool and still had full movement of my arms and you'd put your hands down and you'd face your palms backwards, hit the buttons and you would fly forward. And then just little movements of your wrist, you would change where you were flying in the air and you'd go up and sideways and down. And what you can do though, because it is full 360 view, um, you can spin around to see everything. But you get tangled up in the cords you'll get and tangled up. yourself. So what die. they've done is that next to the thumb buttons on your motion controllers is the little X and O buttons. They can just spin you 90 degrees to the right or to the left in the game. I always, and that I always becomes that, really easy to use, though. I always find that stuff takes me out of it, like in the Doom VR. Like, yeah, so that, that was stuff. teleportation, though. This one is just a turn. See, is this on rails? No. Like, can you choose no, where to go? You can choose. So in this part here, when I was playing it, I landed on top of the plane, stood there, and shot all the drones that were coming around. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, it's not on rails at all. There are areas that it doesn't want you to go, and if you go too far, it'll sort of turn you back, so you're outside of the zone or something like that. that. If you just decided to go 18 kilometers the wrong way, oh, hang on. I want to see how he fixes the wing. Does he just shoot at it? Oh no, you grab it and bend the crap out of that thing. Oh, that's cool. And so in these areas where you have to be in a certain part, it'll hold you that part. You don't have to worry about the flying part, and then you oh, just that's do. Kind of cool. The part that you needed to do. Now, one thing I did want to ask from the reviews, I've not played it. I've just heard other people talk about it and Mm -hmm. read reviews. How are the loading times? Uh, Well, I've only played like, I haven't played heaps of it yet. So I haven't really encountered a loading time that was Well, the two The two arguments I've heard is one person said, yeah, the loading times are ridiculous. They're long. They're boring. And the uh, loading times are fun usually. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, no, they, they take too long. Oh, okay. Uh, but the rebuttal I heard from that is like, yeah, you're in VR. So usually when you have a game that's uh, loading up, you know, you, you grab your phone, and you look at Twitter or you look at your Facebook and yeah. then, you know, it, it goes a lot quicker because you're distracting yourself. But 
you're in VR, you've got nothing else to do but yeah, sort of sit there I and wait. I generally sort of just look around and play with my hands, stuff like that. Like, I I'm just saying, like Vegas, it, it might be, I don't know, maybe it's 20 seconds. Um, and what about the world? Like, we, we look like he's flying through an abandoned city here. Like yeah, so I haven't been Nintendo to the city part game. yet. I've started, I started it, and so the, I start, the story starts with Tony deciding to shut that down. That doesn't look too good. That doesn't look good That looks copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste. I would hope that this is a simulation. Yeah, that's what it looks like, doesn't it? It looks like so because the, the parts I've been in looked really good. Like, uh, so I started out. You're at Tony's home, and he's just decided to Drink. cease production. <laughs> <laughs> Scotch, uh, cease production of the weapons side of Stark Industries. He's just doing that, shutting down at all, and he's just going to make so himself Iron a Man. weapon. <laughs> he's just going to make a yeah. giant. He's not going to so give weapons of- to anyone else anymore. He's Iron just going to be the weapon. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Um, but it's kind of not following the films i think it's just taking the ideas of what happens in the stories in the comics and just doing its own thing and so you sort of start out your training is you're destroying the last of the drones kind of ceremoniously to pepper pots uh to signify that you've just destroyed the last of the weapons production for stark Industries, sort of thing and that's how you learn to use your repulses and uh, the weapons and then you go into uh flying around with pepper pots but someone has taken control of the drones and there's someone else using stark industry drones and you don't know who and yeah Carnage and Mayhem ensues. I'm enjoying it. I think it looked good. It is that, yeah, as you can see, it's kind of comic booky, kind of animated. Um, I believe that's it's called bad graphics. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's the look I'm going for. You know what? It's it's smooth though. Like it's not as pixelated and sort of. Um, yeah, what's the what's the word when they say screen dory type? Oh, yeah, stuff yeah. that you get on VR where it looks like you're kind of looking through a screen door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't get that. It was really smooth for, and it was just yeah. that time. I liked it. Oh, look, flying through rings. That always worked out well for superhero games. Oh, that's your... Uh, is that a spoiler? Brian, we should probably not show this bit. Thank you. That was So this is all tutorial right at the very start on how to use your... And oh, how okay. to flight controls and stuff. Okay, that's cool. literally the first thing you're doing. Do you get to use Tony Stark's computer? I don't know yet. You know, like, I hope so. Do you, do you make stuff? I hope so. Um, oh, this is one part yeah. where you fly, you, you jump out of the, the, uh, the plane there because your suitcase that oh, has your suit... Oh, shit. That's not a simulation. What do you mean? Name on that building. I didn't see that. Oscorp. Oh, sick. Still might be a simulation because look at it. But yeah, you jump out of the plane to chase down your suitcase that has your suit in it as it's falling. Oh, he does that in the movie. Yeah. And so you you see that the glove comes up. You've got to move your controller up into the hand and then the glove comes on it. And you you feel yourself doing that. And then you get the other one. Then your faceplate comes on. The only thing I'm worried about is all the enemies like drones. Are you just fighting drones? So far, all I fought is drones. I got a feeling this entire game. But I've been just into there. Shoot I've been into the flying like things. Forty-five minutes, maybe forty yeah. minutes, maybe. Anyway, um, I'm really looking forward to playing more. Though I was really impressed with it. Cool. More, like a, more of a first look kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll delve cool. more into it. Like the other thing I did is I did buy I did buy Paper Mario today. I've taken it home. I've installed it. I've played probably twenty minutes. How it do you was... change weapons and stuff? Just with the buttons on their thingies. So you use got... origami. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when you're flying, you're using the triggers, and when you're firing weapons, you're using the thumb buttons. So oh, yeah, different cool, buttons cool. will do different things in the hands. I reckon I'll just get sick because I, 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 I think you probably would. Yeah, I get sick from just normal things in VR, let alone flying through the air. Nah, I. It looks great though. Half of that looked great, and that's what we've been playing and reviewed for you. Welcome to Hack the Dino's Critical Path, where we sit down and discuss a gaming topic each and every time. Uh, This is the 102nd episode. Uh, What we're going to look at today is the game of the year so far. I figured we're halfway through the year. We're currently towards careening towards the end of July. Uh, So we're going to look at all the games that have been released in the year 2020, the fantastic, fun-filled, nothing bad happening at all ever year. Uh, And every game that was released up until, what, the 30th of June, we are going to sort of look at and discuss what we think game of the year might be. Now, there are a couple of rules for this. Um, The first one is going to be uh, that the game has to get above an 80 on Metacritic. For us to consider it. Uh, that's not saying our own personal picks have to be above 80 on the Metacritic. It's just for us to discuss these 10 I think I've got. Um, yeah, it has to rate above that. Uh, but before we crack into that, I just want to have a quick discussion. What personally do we look for in a game of the year floppy? Ooh, okay, so first thing I look at is narrative. 
is pretty much what I look at whenever I play any game because I like stories. Mm-hmm. I like comics, Good. movies, books. So I've got, I've, got to, I've got to care about what's happening in the game and what happens next. Um, I got to know. I got to like what it looks like. Depending on what the style is, it doesn't have to be the same. Always be ultra realistic, but I have to like what I'm looking at. Um, and does the style fit the gameplay and uh, and the narrative? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it innovative? Does it do something that tries to be either new or just do something older but in a new way? Not every game does it. Not every game has to, but I think a game of the year should. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just rehashing old ideas? A lot of the time, a lot of them are polished versions of older yeah. ideas. And I'm okay know. with that. But if it's just doing the same stuff, I don't think it should be a game. Like if it's just, you know, re-releasing a yeah. game. Pong. Yes. Uh, the other thing is gameplay. So how complex is it? Uh, how intuitive are the controls? Is there a leveling system? Is that system balanced? And yeah, how easy can it be picked up? I think easy to pick up, hard to master is the way to go. Right. Uh, for me, it's what how it hooks a player in. Um, if you become immersed in the world or if you're somewhat disconnected from it, I think a really good engaging game should, as I said, hook the player in and make you not want to leave that world and want to play it, not feel obliged to play it. Uh, much like yourself, Floppy, mm-hmm. the narrative is big for me. Uh, it has to be engaging. It has to uh, hook you in. I should be a fisherman. Uh, the mechanics, is it fun to play uh, or is... How much of it's irritating? Um, do we? Do we uh, you've lost me with that. <laughs> uh, and lastly, the replayability. Can I see myself going back and playing it again? For example, God of War 2018. I've played it through once. I fully intend to go back and play that again. Uh, likewise, Breath of the Wild. I've actually played through that two or three times now because it's just an engaging game and it hits all those um, check marks for me. You'll notice I didn't say graphics. Because I think style is more important than graphics. If it's got a good style to it, uh, like the good graphics, realistic graphics might be part of that style, but it also might be cartoony, whatever graphics. As long as it fits all together um, and is part of the narrative, I'm okay yeah, with it. Yeah, I understand that's what I was saying with yeah. the style like, of uh, Celeste. It doesn't have to be ultra realistic, just has exactly. to fit what it's doing. Was yep. Owl Boy. That was yeah, one of the I, was, I like yeah. Owl Boy. Owl, Owl Boy. Um, I, agree. I agree with all those as, as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I feel that. Right, this is just a small one for me. Um, when I've looked back on a lot of the past winners, um, a lot of them are the games that start really simple. <clears throat> as in, like, they don't offer you all the weapons. They don't um, offer you the whole world. And they don't even have a tutorial. I think like, a lot of the games that have tutorials don't actually win Game of the Year. It's the ones that tell... The, uh, the gameplay through the story, through the narrative, and just drip feed you a slow burn and you get better and better and better and better. The games are... Has anyone played a game that you come into it, you've got a tutorial goes for an hour, they give you everything the game can do and by yeah. the end you just... And you can't remember frazzled. any of it. And yeah. you can't remember any of it. Yeah. yeah. A good, real good game, games of the year, and although I've looked at a lot of the past, it doesn't go for all of them, but a lot of them, like God of War does it, you know, it starts you just got an axe yeah. and a kid and it slowly drip feeds you all the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> same as stuff like uh, the, witch- the elevator hit, hit the bad guys with the, either one. But even like the wi- the Witcher three, like as someone who doesn't play the Witch, uh, I had a go at it. You start off, it's very simple. You start off with a sword. You have with two swords, kind of a little tutorial. But then like it leaves it up to the player and the story to drip feed um, the progress of it. And I think that's what people really like in games, like learning it. Feeling they've got a hundred percent control of the ability that they're using, then and then they add a little bit on top. Um, so they're engaging in the game, they're immersing into. Yeah, it. and they become good at the. Uh, they, they they get everything done. Uh, they, they become really good at, it, and then they add on to that. Which so they've already got a character they love, and that and everything on top of that is like pudding, on, on top. Pudding so topping. I know maybe? That's, a, that's a weird thing, but that's what pudding. I've noticed with a lot of them. Like um, even like yeah, Red Dead Redemption. There's no tutorials really. You just kind of start. You've got nothing. And you build up slowly as you go along. These are some uh, Dragon Age um, in, uh, Inquisition. I was the same. You start very simple. That does get quite complicated. Uh, and then there's also the Elder Scrolls. You start off with nothing in that game. There's no tutorial what to do. You kind of just go in. Um, but like I said, that that isn't... What, is that pro- Skyrim? No, yeah. no, Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah. Or? Uh, yeah, Skyrim, sorry. Skyrim, right. that's not true. You wake up from a nice rest, so you've got a is that the one a where you lot have a dragon and... that just hit you? Uh, yeah, no, you, you wake up in no, the you jail, wake up, don't you? Oh, so you're awake. No, that's um, yeah, that's the one before, and you think of jail. 
Um, no, the one where you're in the Scar- car and then the yeah, dragon Skyrim. Comes Skyrim is yeah. where you get attacked by a dragon. Yeah, but like you start off with nothing. And then if you're really cool, you put a mod on and like the dragon's Thomas the Tank Engine or it's like Macho Man Randy Savage put- and it comes in and goes, Ooh, yeah. Or you put, or you put realistic ready. bodies on and all the dudes have flopping wangs. It's a real mod. <laughs> we play different mods, Dan. I don't. All right. Um, so so that, that was just like, so that, I mean, because like, there was all the stuff you guys said, obviously, uh, I, but I had to add a little bit more in there. But that's just what oh, I, I feel. It's good. All right, here we go. So these are 10 of the games that I've picked out for Game of the Year contenders. They have all ranked above 80 on Metacritic, which what we all know is the overall score from all of the reviews, etc., etc. So the first one scoring an 82 on Metacritic for the Switch is Clubhouse Games. 51 Worldwide Classics. Who can see this as Game of the Year? What the hell? <laughs> this has sold really well, though, hasn't it? Yeah, go on it. I love Go. Uh, yeah, it, it has. Uh, I think in Japan, it's number one or number two on the eShop. Yeah, it's crazy. Ridiculous. But, bet, uh, yeah, and you know games. what? 51 games in there. I bet there's only there's five that it is continually played. And it could have been called f- five Clubhouse games. And if they had those five people... No, that's not true. Happy. Because at least 10 of them are different versions of Mahjong. Uh, and it looked like there was three That's the one. Ago. You can play that game in Assassin's Creed 4, I think. It's a old pirate game. Or is it that one? Hmm. They should bring out a game which is all in, in, in-game in games from other games. Like, um, Oh, that'd be cool. Like Gwent. and I mean, Gwent is its own thing now. But like, you know what I mean. Um, uh, next one. Pow Shy or whatever it is. Oh, look, it's me, Tennis. Uh, next one coming in at 87 with a score at Metacritic Final Fantasy 7 Remake for the PlayStation 4 Floppy I know you have feelings about this yeah you want do, you want to share go, do you want me to go through it now or maybe later uh, well just no I'll go it later all right. Alright, we'll go for it. It's, it's there. Alright, so Final Fantasy VII Remake is uh a game of the year contender. What uh, is this footage? Next that... one. Oh <laughs> so bring that back up, Braden. Okay, okay, we'll go back to it. Was that his Adelaide uh, so tram system? No, basically <laughs> we got suspended from YouTube for showing footage <laughs> of Final Fantasy VII Remake. We've only just got back on after three months, we so I'm want... not taking any chances. <laughs> and we're just showing some footage. Of Final uh, Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Uh, realistic, textures, realistic edition. You know what's going to happen. These guys who made this YouTube video are going to sue us and we're going to yeah, probably. get banned from YouTube for nine months. <laughs> okay, uh, next game. That's why I wanted you to elaborate on that so yeah, we could uh, have a nice little gag. Point. Uh, coming in with a Metacritic score of 88 is Doom Eternal, specifically the Xbox One edition. Why? I don't know, but uh, on Metacritic, Metacritic, Me- Metacritic, <laughs> on the Metacritic, the, the cricket, <laughs> the cricket that knows the game as well as what's not in the game behind the game. Uh, anyway, yeah, the Xbox One version uh, scored an eighty-eight. I haven't played this for a little while, man. That's fast. It looks looks cool. Uh, coming in at eighty-nine is Dreams for the PlayStation Four. Now we can talk about this one a little bit. Can it be a game if you're making games? Nah. No. It's more it, of a platform, right? It's a platform. Yes. It's like yeah. it's like it's it's like you know Photoshop winning game of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sketch pad being the best art the piece best of the book. year. Yeah, this was you know it's what I you mean, do with it that makes it good. If certain artists did that, it would be art, artist of the year, a game yeah. art of the year. Oh man, Dan, talk. Yeah, you're catching my problem. Um, gonorrhea. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition came in with 89 on the Switch. Now, Floppy, you're a big fan of Xenoblade, aren't you? I am. I am. What do you think about this possibly being Game of the Year? Oh, I don't think that's okay because it's not a complete rebuild, so it's the same. Yeah. Oh, is it just a spit and polish? It was a spit and polish. It was a mm. Definitive Edition. So I whereas the Final Fantasy VII was rebuilt the from the ground up. Didn't they re- like? Didn't they get new voice actors though, or change the voice acting? Well, they probably did something. There was tweaks and stuff like that, but it wasn't like it's still essentially oh, the same getting, game. Getting new voice acting is more than a tweak. That's pretty well, dedicated. I mean, yeah, but it, I'd, I'd say unless it's a full rebuild, like so from the ground up, new game, go for it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love this game. This is great. Oh, look at that guy. What a cool guy. Um, but I don't think it should be. Considered... He loves this game, but doesn't know the name of the uh, main character. Yeah, yeah. His name's Blue Sword. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Shulk. Schultz. His name is Damien Schultz. <laughs> That's actually a guy I went to school with. <laughs> um, I like to call people cool guys. Anyway, ke- next cool one. Guy. 
Uh, nope, coming in with a score do. of 90 is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Dan, you played this on Xbox Games Yeah, yeah I think me and uh, a couple of friends, uh, Gamble Dad, played it as well. Um, I don't know many people that have played this apart from me and a couple of friends. Like, I... Like you, you say Ori and the Will of the Wisp to like you know every man, and they won't know what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I can't see this being game of the year. But if you know what Control I mean. won it last year. Well, technically, uh, won one of the websites. Like mm. you wouldn't know Control and that one. I did. Well, you did because you played it and you enjoyed it. But going by your logic of going up to the average guy on the street and going Ori and the Will and the Wisps, if you go up and go, hey, Control, Control is such an art. Piece in a different, and this isn't. Look at oh, no, this no, game no, is no, beautiful. No, 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 in a different way, where this is basically uh, Castlevania sideways scroller. It does look beautiful, but I just don't think it's game of the year material. It is a great game, don't get me wrong, but it still is just Castlevania. It definitely deserves to be played more than it does. Yeah, more people need to play it. I know. I think it might. It might have got suffered from bad timing. Maybe it came out when. I think it got delayed a lot. IP came. Uh, big IPs came out. Maybe. Pokemon or something like that. Well, maybe because it's only on the Xbox. Maybe because it's only on Game Pass and no one actually bought it. Ridiculous. Buy Game Pass, everyone. Just buy the game. Don't buy Game Pass. Uh, Coming in also with a 90 is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Brayden. Stupid game. Hey, how you doing? Why why should this be game of the year? Animal Crossing's great fun. Um, I do believe that it's had like a huge cultural impact this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely cultural impact. For this year specifically. I like I would never put Animal Crossing as like a contender in any other year. Is Animal Crossing still there or is it done? It is still there. They are still updating it. Um they just added a recent one where you can dive into the oceans nearby. Yep. And uh, you can go and swimming drown. for sea creatures. No, you go swimming. And um, because it's winter in the summer th- southern hemisphere, I, you go uh, polar bear. Does it go diving. underwater? Like do you have underwater view? No, you go underwater to like capture octopus and crabs. Oh, it goes to like octopi? a um a like bird's eye view over the top of you. Um, okay but yeah that's like the the that's their summer update that they did and then they're gonna continue updating it like and they're all free the updates are all free well that's good yeah right uh dan yeah i i i feel i haven't heard much about it recently like there was that 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 you know it was on fire for a while everyone was was talking about it three or four months it was on fire for a while and then the world caught on fire and everyone sort of forgot about it no no no, this this came in peak fire yeah Yeah, world, world death March That's what 20. made it like such a good vibe that everyone could stay inside and communicate with each other with it. But at me as myself, I'm just not one of the people who got it and will never ever play it probably. I tried it and I just it infuriated me. Speaking of things that Dan will never get, uh, coming in with 93 on Metacritic is Half-Life Alex. <laughs> Sick burn. I might Sick get this. Burn. You never know. Really? You're going to spend, what, $1,500 on a setup? Yeah. Like yeah, you actually, you probably would. Because you know, like fifteen hundred dollars for a, a um a Valve Index, which is the Valve uh VR set. That's the that's the one you're going to use for everything from now on. Like it works with not just that; it works yeah. with all like VR games. And then you got finger tracking and stuff. And finger tracking is the bomb. Mm. Um, I've never used it. I assume <laughs> it's the bomb. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like the only about pick stuff up and like look at it and just like that's that's that one thing in VR. Like like. Yeah, I, it, I don't think it's game of the year because the problem with game of the, this is no one can play it. No one in Australia can play it. You're not even allowed to buy the VR. I've tried to buy one from Valve and they're like, so we're not shipping to your country. And there's no reason because I've looked it up. The power pack is the same as ours. There's no reason. There's no power pack. It's just charging. You need to find someone in the States to buy one and send well, it I over. I could do that, but I'm like... I've got well, someone in the States. I'm more like, Valve, what are you doing, you turkey brothers? What's Ian Rachie? If you're watching right now, we could totally use a Valve Index or two maybe. Just saying. Look at Mr. Codemaster here. Well, he's a games anthropologist. He does have his hookups. Is that a hookup? An anthropologist hookup? Uh, yeah, sure. Speaking of hookups, coming in with a 94, The Last of Us Part 2. Haven't played it yet. Hookups because people hook up and also use hooks to up people with The Last of Us 2. This is definitely a contender. Did I hear that they motion captured an actual horse for this? Yeah, do you know what they? Uh, one of the bosses, not to give away too much of a spoiler, but one of the bosses they had to get several um, mocap actors to like piggyback on each other to mocap. <laughs> like seriously, I don't want to talk too much about it, but yeah, uh, yeah it's no, pretty that funny. Sounds intriguing. Uh, and lastly, with the highest current Metacritic score with a ninety-five, is Persona Five Royale, and I'm not too sure. Can we include this as a 2020 release? It's this, just this it's the, the game with additional content, right? It's the same rules same as, um, as Xenoblade. Xenoblade. 
I mean, they added. I think someone. I, can't, I think it was. Uh, but Xenoblade in the chat said Triple Indie was. Uh, they're saying that it was had a new epilogue or something put in there as well. But it's the same game essentially. Yeah. Same with Persona Royal. Now I know that in the chat, Dylan Stevens is a massive Persona Five fan. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like um, he'd probably taken, pick this. They also took out uh, a bit of the home homophobic stuff out of it as well. Oh really? Yeah. That's they good. took out good. the the cross dressing, like paying out the cross dresser and stuff. Oh good, good, good. excellent, good decision. So it really <laughs> is the definitive. Um, like this this game. It, it's hard. That guy's voice in the English one. Skater XL is not out. Yeah, that's yeah. a great voice. Yeah. All right. So there, there are options. Dan, what are you picking for game of the year uh, so far? This isn't for the year. This is just uh, the first. No, half. I'm going for my personal game of the year because I honestly, yep. I, I can I say what I think game of the year will be. Yep. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Last of Us Two. Okay. Um. I'm. There's no way it can't be. Uh. But my personal game of the year is Doom Eternal, man. <laughs> that game is. Me. <laughs> that game has like the the best amount of real time damage that you can do on characters. You can blow them off. You can blow a bit of the arm off, and like we'll still have the bone there. Still the arm. You can blow the whole arm off. You can blow bits of skin off. You can burn it. You can gouge it. You can cut it, and that's just in this little tiny part you of can, the arm. You can do that all over them. You can you blow can, it off. Yeah, you, you can. You work it. You blow them off. You can you blow, blow them all you, off. You work it. You just crank it really hard. Yeah, yeah. They cut. You cut your mouth. You blow yep. them off. Yep. Just um, anyway. all over your face. Just. Um, so He's number so one, kids are probably asleep I know. Right I know. We said before that like graphics doesn't come into it, but the graphics in this game, no, are sick. you don't ever come into the graphics. Look at that guy then. Oh man, um, amazing. Um, such it's such a build on um, such a big thick tower of a build. Such, such a Doctor Manhattan. But um, <laughs> it's such a build on the first one. Such such an achievement. The and the big achievement. Is the, that just grows? The, the, it's massive. Oh, it's, like, it's, like, it's like waking up next to my dad. It's nuts. Um, <laughs> Bill. Why, why is everyone going? Then, uh, then there's the music in this game. The music in this game is chronic also. Like, oh, like metal music, like full orchestra of metal dudes going off, blowing it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing a trend. Um, I, I, this game just makes me gush. <laughs> like seriously, like, I can talk about this game forever. It makes me sweaty. Is it I, hard? I wake up with a hangover. Um, what is the game hard? Oh, dude, the game gets so hard. <laughs> um, Doom is the best innuendo game I've ever played. Like, Doom Eternal, sorry, but seriously, real talk. This game is. Doom a, this down, game is. A, this game is a first. I know I said before, first person shooters can't look good. This one does for some reason. Um, and it has 100% captured the essence of what Doom originally was, like in a way that I thought was actually impossible. I didn't think you could get back that kind of like lightning in a bottle that they got the first time around, and they really got it this with this. And just... <sighs> Go ahead. Head, just... Amazing. All right. Um, Dan's game of the year. Dan's game. All right, we'll do that as well, Floppy. We'll say what we actually think game of the year will be, and then what our personal game of the year. Okay. So I think, having only played twenty minutes, uh, I personally think Ghost of Tsushima is in there with a good shot. Is Um, that allowed to be in there? No, that's no, 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 no. no, The game of the year. So ones that are yet to come out, Mm -hmm. also included. So this is what I'm picking as as what I think the game of the year will be, and that's my pick so far. the game that I would like to win, which which may win. We should call it Game of the Financial Year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> next year. Next oh my year. God. Can that just be our picks? Yeah. <laughs> Can we make our official Game of the Year forever? <laughs> just Financial Game of the Year? No spoilers, yes. Dylan. Uh, he's yeah, only played like there'll be minutes. no spoilers. Don't worry. No, we're not that kind of guy. So at the end. Uh, they all die. They all gush. <laughs> they all get... Yeah, Last of Us Part 2. It is my pick for game of the year. Oh, um, spoilers. <laughs> no, no, let's say combinations. <laughs> like, uh, for no oh, other reason six, than to simply three, shut up two. all the internet trolls. Um, it's also it's it's a beautiful story with a beautiful narrative, um, it and it also really shows why you should always take into consideration the other side of the story, like your own personal narrative isn't the way that the world necessarily is. There's two sides to a coin, two sides to each story. You have to 
taking consideration what other people have been through and how their vision of the current situation is. And I think a lot of the furor over that is the fact that people aren't used to that, especially in games. You're used to being, oh, this is the good person. I'm the good person because I'm clean, killing those bad people. As soon as um, you're forced to look outside of that, you don't like it. Uh, Naughty Dog here, like Naughty Dog doesn't owe you anything. People getting upset with the narrative, that, that the story that they told, they don't owe you anything. They are there telling you their story. You're not partaking in this story. You are witnessing the story they want to tell. And that's a very brave stance for a AAA game studio to take, especially with a popular franchise like this. We got this. All right, I am going to spoil Last of Us Part 1. <coughs> so, spoiler warning. Oh, yeah, you, you haven't finished it yet, have you? So close. So I'm not going to spoil it. Oh. No, no, I literally can't hear you. You, you really can't? All right. I can't believe Ellie survived the first one. <laughs> um, so my point being, in Last of Us Part 1, um, Joel's the bad guy. You ever thought of that? You're playing the fucking bad guy the whole game because what he does isn't what good people do. He's a bad guy. Um, That's not really a spoiler. Oh, uh, it is for someone who's not finished the game. Legitimately, could not hear a thing. Uh, games I are can't becoming. Watch this now. Shit. <laughs> games are becoming better. Uh, well, becoming more of an art form. They're becoming a better way to tell a story. They're more in depth. They're more inclusive. Um, all these games aren't going to be to your liking. So, if something isn't to your liking, it doesn't owe you anything. You just have to accept it, admit that it's not to your liking, and move along. Just leave it because there are plenty of people who find this sort of story, this kind of kind of immersion and this way of uh, storytelling, which is just amazing and uh, a way forward. And that's what games should be doing. They should always be pushing forward with uh, whatever they do. I don't admit, I got bored in some bits. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but, but that's fine. Violence is good, isn't it? Um, and people kept saying, oh man, it's so violent. violent. It might be too violent. To me, it wasn't. Like, this There's is the no one who has doom eternal. <laughs> It gets hard with Doom Eternal. Anyway, Floppy, your game. Uh, okay, so I'll mention three. One that I think is actually going to win is probably Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. One Ooh. I want to win is Maneater because it's the game I've had the most fun with this year. Which a lot of other people have as well. Yes. Brayden? Yeah, uh, Maneater, I also went ahead and platinumed it. Oh, and how I, good is it? And like, my, how much fun is it? I had a great fun time. And my co-host of uh, Cherovision Horror Podcast, she platinumed it as yeah, well. She like, loved it. Every, she loved it. So that is my favourite game that I've played a, so far. But the one I think I'm going to mention tonight is, because if we don't mention it, I think we'd probably get some nasty Lynched? comments. Yeah, is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. I watched this. Um, How photo For those of those on the podcast, we've got a fan-made film up on the screen. Like a joke one. Uh, yeah, and they're riding chocobos. Uh, it starts with a guy dressed up as Cloud coming up to um, what's-her-name and saying, sorry, I can't save the world right now. I have to do a chocobo race. And then they're just running through a city on uh, makeshift chocobos. It's it's Like when you have a horse that you put your legs in. And it's your a good time. Horse and you've got fake legs. Yeah, anyway, so... Uh, first of all, like it's a story. It, yes, it's a complete remake, so I, I think it, it is eligible for a yep, I agree game of the year because they've been rebuilt it from the ground up. Everything's the same story, but uh, um, completely redone. Uh, it's a story that's already a significant part of video game history. Like it is already one that's been talked about, and uh, I can't. This thing is so distracting. <laughs> man. Right, so just to distract you a little bit more, I know what you're trying to say here. It's already a significant part in video game history. A lot of people were looking forward to this coming out. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I don't think that should be a, 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 a option with choosing game of the year because, uh, as someone who's never played Final Fantasy VII, Dan. <laughs> Stop watching this. <laughs> Dan, you love Final Fantasy VII growing up. Yeah. You never played the original. Nah. <laughs> you played. I got all the, the toys. I watched all the films. I played all the other games, you know, like Dirge of Cerebus, uh, Crisis Core. I did everything. I. Um, Everything you could have done. I watched Advent Children. I got obsessed with it. I read about the lore. Never played the game. And when you finally got your hands on the remake, the game that Floppy's saying is Game of the Year, what's your opinion of it? I didn't like it that much, eh? Um, <laughs> well, Dan the, doesn't I'm, pick I'm Game still, of the Year. I'm bitter at the lawyers for banning me. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm, I'm, bitter, and I, I'm bitter at them. I'll I sent them an that. email and they never got back. They didn't even give me a courtesy email or anything and they banned me for no reason. So I'll get to that. I think... 
the character, I think, you know, it looks beautiful, except for the Dan will pick out the textures. Don't threaten the lawyers again. Oh, yeah. We've been through this. Um, the textures were, like, I, I showed it. Like, it, it was laughable in some sections. Like, it shouldn't have been in there. They should have done a better job. There were, like, so many games out there at the moment that have great textures the whole way through. And, like, there was no reason. They were like that. I don't know. Maybe it was a homage to the PS1 days, and they just decided to do a couple of textures that were absolutely horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, playability of it? Like, um, was it interesting? Was it uh, yeah, engaging? Playability, yeah. It was great. Like, the playability was awesome. Um, it, the, the gameplay system was, was... The bosses were awesome. Everything they extra they put in was boring. Um, the, the, they were all just fetch quests. They were like, go fetch a child. He needs dinner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they were, they were totally irrelevant to the story. They've, they've, they've got, they've gotten, you know, an orange and they've rolled it out into a cucumber. Uh, I put it down to like, obviously this is going to get voted. No, Brandon, turn that off. It's textures. Textures. Uh, and the game, the game itself already had such a huge impact on the culture. The anticipation for it alone was bigger. But that doesn't mean it's game of the year. No, no, but I think that will contribute to it. Why? How? Because what this is, is he's talking about voting for. Yeah, but you're voting on the game. You're not talking about the lead up to it. No, no, but what I'm saying is that it had a more anticipation than a lot of games get excitement for even upon their release. I reckon it'll be bef- it'll be yeah, forgotten. It'll be forgotten by the not time just that, the not just that. Number one most important fact. Number one. It's the only one that's got us banned. No, yeah, no the game's got no the game's got us banned from YouTube. Yeah, well now nah, they did the, the, the mega <laughs> not the mega yet. the mega C D So what I'm saying <laughs> is mini, man in Genesis. Right? Yeah yeah the, the mini Genesis oh, that we did an early review on that got us almost in trouble. So what I'm saying is man eater for game of the year. Okay, yeah I'm fine with that. Alright. Didn't score over eighty though. Sorry. Hey Brayden Yo, let's do it. Damn. Versus the world. What did you want to do? Kojima Watch. Oh. How dare you forget our Lord and Savior? Take us back to Kojima Watch. Smite him. I'm so angry right now. The best part of that is you got to see a little Braden's face stuffing up. (laughs) (laughs) All flustered. Anyway, uh, Kojima Watch. This is where we look at what our Lord and Saviour Kojima-san is up to. And boy, has he had a busy couple of weeks with the release of Death Stranding coming to the PC today? Today? Or two days ago? Two days ago. No, I did on PC. Uh, As part of the promotion, Kojima and Yoji Sinkawa, I always mess up his name, uh, sat down... That's the other dude, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the 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 artist. uh, Sat down with Jeff Keighley and uh, spoke about it. Uh, During that, Kojima made a huge announcement saying that uh, he didn't predict the pandemic. Uh, Which is weird. Yeah, I know. Did anyone? If he was a prophet, he says he would have been able to make a higher selling game. <laughs> but he is a god. He is a god. He must have had something to do with it. No, but he's but, not the god. He's just a god. Yeah, he, he's not boastful. He's just one of the a gods. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's a god. He's like Boulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I don't have a segue to to lead into this. So, Brayden, just bring up the picture. Yeah, I can do that. You want to uh, you want to have a look at some beautiful stuff right here. Stop stretching. You knew it was coming. <laughs> there we are. Look oh. at that. Is this the Akira look bike? at him. Uh, no, so like this is uh, CD Projekt Red just decided to uh, celebrate Death Stranding's release on the PC with putting Kojima <laughs> in it. And my God, I want a poster of this on my roof. Oh. It is so good. Look at him. Do you mean on your roof? Wait, like is, above it, is, your that, bed? Is, is this a CG? I stand picture? by my comment. Is yeah. this a CG picture? Yeah, yeah oh, this is fully CG. Though. No, this is fully CG picture. You thought that I'm... was his actual bike? How good would it be if Kojima's an NPC in the game? Oh. Lord, a playable you character. You can play him and you can only make video games? <laughs> That's your whole... Oh, wow. So That'd let's, be great. Look, look at that. Look at that, man. Let's, let's all just sit here for a moment and just ponder the wonderful person <sighs> that is Hideo Kojima. That's enough. All right, um... Brayden, now. Now? Now. Now? Now. Okay. Okay. Damn. Versus the world. Bless. Hey. It, hey. It does that in the V. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, time for Dan versus the world, a game that we... You, your glasses. Oh, no. A game that we like to play where I have three songs from video games past or video games future. Uh, I will play the first song. 
for five seconds, or maybe a bit more, depends if I uh, like the tune. Uh, Dan, representing Dan, will take a guess. Then Floppy and Brayden will work in a combined effort to represent you, the world, and they will have their guess, and they will go backwards and forwards for the series of five? For the five turns, and after five, they get an opportunity to guess what it is. If they get it right, they get a point. If they don't, they don't. Uh, they can try and guess before the fifth question, but if they get it wrong, the point goes to the other team. At the end of last episode, we had the world on 24 and Dan on 21. Gentlemen, are we ready to do some listening? Oh, I'm going to listen up a storm. You better listen your ears off. I'm going to listen so hard. I'm going to gush everywhere. Sorry. Okay, Dan, question number one. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's not a Vetrix game. Um, <laughs> Good call. So what is, what, what, I'm trying to think of a question I haven't asked before. I'm going to try one What is the answer? <laughs> no, no, we've had that before back in the day. <laughs> Every time you we lose. had a guest on, they went, oh, what's the answer? It's the point where I go, right, that's incorrect. And they what lose a point. What is the, I've asked them if I like this one. What is the main antagonist, if there is an antagonist? There, to my knowledge, in without there, giving it away, there, there probably is, but uh, that that there's there's not one. There is no antagonist. Is that Next. like? Are you saying there is? But all right, there is, but there are other players. There's men. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Give it away too much. So, humans, sure. Multiplayer. World. Question number one. So that's, that answer is actually it's a multiplayer game. Floppy, uh, you want to ask um, any weird, crazy questions? Does Come on, mate. This game, Get is this game Does this game have a story? Uh, it has a meta story, yeah. Oh, no, not so much meta. No, it has a story, but it is kind of meta. Okay. So there's only one game multiplayer that has a meta story. Two. Question number two. Oh, I think there's two games. <laughs> um, I'm not going right, to go though. When was it released? Uh, it was released in Are You the Lord? <laughs> Pardon? Are you what? The Lord. 2016. <gasps> when was that? How many years ago? Four. For those of you with fingers. Brain. Good count backwards. Question number two. <laughs> Floppy, do you want to? I know what it is. I've known it the whole time. Yeah. Hey, do you? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to guess then? Oh. Me. Go for it. No, Ben. No, it's, if Dan's had his guess, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm saying floppy, go for it. Is it Overwatch? Yes! Did you actually know that, Dan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would not have get that without knowing that uh, that multiplayer. Really? No. I just gave I away. had no idea what the music was. So it, well, it, does, it totally does have a story, eh? Does yeah, it? I know. Does it, though? No, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not it, in That's the what game. I meant. It's kind of meta. In that Is that it's when they not do like little mini yeah. comics and stuff? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, little, like it, movie, it, was, it has like movies and everything. Yeah, but when that's not part of the game. Started, I thought it was a Yu-Gi-Oh game. <laughs> well, I, I chose like, no idea. I, I, like, like the Yu -Oh theme. I chose Hanzo's theme. Yeah, to try and trick you with Sekiro and, yeah. and I thought it might be like a weird oh. cutscene from Fortnite at first. Like, did, or something. Well, so do they all have their own music and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't okay. Play here we go. Number two. Of this. <laughs> it's a lightsaber. Yeah, right, isn't it? Okay, question number one. What genre of video game is that, mate? That's not really a genre. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean? Right. Question number one. What year did this game come out? Uh, this year. Question number two. I still don't understand what the answer to my question was. <laughs> so it doesn't have a genre. Mm. So it doesn't exist. Floppy's on a roll today, I, th I think. What was Floppy's question? <laughs> what year did it come listening. out? When was it come out? <laughs> this year. Uh, what is... What console did it come out on or whatever? PlayStation 4. Go, Floppy. Is it Dreams? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, Man, Floppy, you're on a roll. World's on 26 now. Dan's a, on 21. It's a genre. It's like a, it's a builder or something. A <laughs> builder? Oh, the classic builder genre. Minecraft. Yeah, like that. I'm Minecraft. Okay, here we go. Song Fresh number three. Haircut. You could be this good too. We ready? Yep. 
That's it. Song number one? Uh, no, song number question one? number one. What is how... What, <laughs> what is how? What is how? What is how? Why? How? Um, what is... is? I'm trying to think of something that actually be good to ask. What... Come on, Dan. Oh, I'm trying to think of something I don't know. Um, oh, there's a lot. What <laughs> name of any of these songs? What number game is it in the series? Oh, for fuck! Uh, <laughs> the latest one. Maybe I didn't know this. Oh no, floppy! Question number one, world. Uh, what is your main weapon? Uh, the master sword. <laughs> Question number two. The mate, the latest one, eh? <laughs> the latest one. <laughs> So what if that? What if we count? What What are we counting here? Like as the latest one. What is um? What is what view do you have? <laughs> the same view you have throughout all those games. All of them. Well, not all of them, but a majority of the the latest ones. World question number two. Floppy. No, go, Braden. Okay, is the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? No. No. It is. It's a link to the uh, the one. The, no, uh, shut up, Dan. Wait, a, shh, shh, shh. I'm gonna. It is that one I played heaps, isn't it? No. Is it Cadence of Hyrule? No. Is, is it, it the other Awakening? one? No. What? Champions Ballad, the DLC oh! add-on to Breath of the Wild. All of you, eat it. Wait up, Ben. Ben, do you want to know what you are? No, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You might control the buttons, but I rude. control the world. Wink's awakening. <laughs> oh oh dear, Link's awakening. Fails. That's it. What, what it was called? I was trying to remember. That's apparently not what it's called. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been Hack the Dino. We come to you each and every week over on youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, do all the things, especially this video. If you could like do, do the, the thumb up thing, we'd really like to thumb you up, baby. Whoa. Uh, you can also put your thumb up there. You can also head on over to bit.ly backslash Hack the Dino to join our super friendly and super awesome Discord. Bunch of Great people in there. Uh, we really, really appreciate all the uh, conversations. If you like talking games, go over there. There's such a good community over there. Uh, we are also over on the old Twitch where Dan sometimes streams games. Uh, he's getting back to that soon. There's just other things that need to take priority at the moment, which is why we're coming to you weekly. But head on over to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. And finally, if you're a podcast type of person, you can catch us over on Spotify, on iTunes, and on SoundCloud and all podcast devices. Now, Dan, you've got some Patreons you'd like to thank. Yeah, so we have a Patreon and every uh, week we thank the producer level Patreons. These are the people that uh, support us at the highest rank that we've got. Is this the highest rank? Yeah. Thousand no, dollars. Um, and you get mentioned every show. So These you. are the best rankers we have. These are, our, these are, these are the... Bunch of rankers. All of them. Just... Rankers. The number one the, rankers. These are these are our, our totes friends. Um, <laughs> That's so, their official title. I'm changing the pledge. Um, so totes Sam Beard, friend. thank you to Sam Beard. Thanks, thank Sam. you to Ashraf. Thank you to Floppy. Thank you to Todd Hello. Randall. Thank you to Tommaso. Thank you to Mike Towns. Thank you to Karen Knight. Thank you to Ash Knight. Thank you to Dylan Stevens. And thank you to Carlin Bud. Um, Oh, triple indie. We can't do this without you. We love you. You uh, without your uh, without your your money <laughs> and your support. Generous without support. your generous support, we can't. We, you know, you keep the mics on. You keep the lights on. You you let us do this. You let us create this for you guys, and I love that so much. And I can't thank you enough. Like, I can thank you enough. Thanks. That's it. What more do you want? Huh? Oh, you Probably little turkey man. <laughs> anyway, floppy, you got something to plug? Yeah, look, if you uh, like looking at stuff that I buy and stuff that I pay for monies for and sometimes get gifted or play, uh, jump over on Instagram, do Floppy Plays Games. I've been a little inactive over the last couple of weeks, but I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm going to throw up there over 
over the weekend, I think. Basically, if you want to see what the life of a game anthropologist entails. Mm. Yeah, where Brayden, I, all my money goes. Do you want to plug some things? Yo, I want to plug some things. Uh, I'll quickly plug my um, other podcast that I actually work on. Um, it is a movie podcast Ooh. called Millennial Movie Talk. Um, we go over, we talk about movie news. We just had a uh, guest from, um, it. some people know pretty much it, and more than enough over on YouTube. They do a lot of uh, movie-related stuff. Um, they uh, just uh, Jake came and guested on our show. Who's, and, um, who's Jake? Uh, he's American. He's over in America. Oh, yeah. So uh, we got a bit of an insight into what it's like being in America right now. Um, and we also talked about a bunch of movie stuff. If you like movies, bring up my picture as well. Brian. I'm about to. Of my there. podcast, which I'm just about to plug, which is um, <laughs> I do a horror movie podcast um, over on SoundCloud and YouTube. It is called. Uh, Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I do that. I co-host that with uh, Jennifer Strand, and it's basically if you love horror, which I do, we talk about horror films that we've watched. We do reviews. We talk about horror news. It's basically this, but horror films. Um, but it's only audio. Uh, so go over there, check it out. Give us a thumb. Give us a comment. Give us a star. All those things help. If it, uh, or just go over there and listen to it. If you like horror movies and you love looking at my little face, actually you can't see it ever because it's audio. You can hear his face, though. Uh, uh, Cancel Dan, ladies and gentlemen, and you can see my other podcast with your ears. Uh, It's called Retro Trigger, where we look at all things retro. We've talked about Super Nintendo with Floppy. We've talked about Transformers with Sean Fuster, who's the lead court reporter for The Advertiser, also a big old nerd. And speaking of big old nerds, the latest episode is out now, which features this big old nerd talking about... Dragon Ball Z. That was a real fun episode. Did you like that one? I did. I really enjoyed it. We went went deep on some of that stuff. We did. We got coming up next month with Dean Rankin, who is the artist for some of the old uh, Simpsons comics. We're talking about season five of The Simpsons. And this is is legit. Simpsons comics. This yeah. isn't just like this the Australian the Bongo, Simpsons. No, the Bongo comics. Some dude that yeah. drew Simpsons pictures in the back of his notebook at No, school. He's, he's the actual artist. Uh, he's a very lovely man. Um, we've also got uh, Ben from the Toy Power podcast talking about He-Man coming up. And I He-Man. just recorded an episode <laughs> with Mr. A-Game talking about oh, Nintendo yeah. 64. So that was a lot of fun Congrats. as well. That's coming up. So Retro Trigger, just search for it everywhere. Uh, we're there. It's we're, our most popular podcast. That's right. Game Boy Dad says more floppy. All right, I'll give you one. This is my latest pickup. Look at that. Done. Well done. Game Boy. Thank you, everyone. Be sure to do the thumbs up, all the things. We'll see you next week. Be good to people you like. Screw the bad guys.